Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hi! Welcome into Fantasy Football Sunday. I am your host, Steven Serta. Smitty's Garage Burger and Beer text line 913-576-7610. Text me in your lineup questions. I will answer those all throughout the show. It's a hectic Sunday today. I, I It's really been a hectic fantasy football season. I mean, my, my teams are ravaged by injuries. I'm piecing together lineups with guys I, I, I didn't think I would ever have as my starting running backs. Uh, I feel like a lot of people are going through what I'm going through today. And we're not really sure when this Chiefs Patriots game is going to happen. The, the Titans and the Steelers already got pushed back. So they're on by this week. Uh, If you're a Deontay Johnson owner like I am in several leagues, it actually helps you out. So uh, give him some time to get healthy. Same goes for A.J. Brown. I've got him in a couple of leagues. Extra week for him to get healthy. So this is actually a blessing in disguise for the Steelers and the Titans. Now, as far as the Chiefs and Patriots go, uh, it is being reported right now by Adam Schefter of the Chiefs and Patriots, they did not get any uh, new positives this morning, or at least the Patriots. The uh, Chiefs haven't been reported so far. But the Patriots did not get any new positive tests today, um, as Cam Newton did test positive yesterday, and Chiefs practice squad quarterback Jordan Tamu tested positive as well. Uh, But as of now, they're planning on playing this game on Monday night football, so we're going to have a Monday night doubleheader, assuming there's no more positives Uh, So hopefully that comes. I'm still in favor of Tuesday night football. Personally, I'd like to see a football game played on a Tuesday uh, just because I think the idea of Tuesday night football is fun. But uh, as long as we get this game in this week, we're fine. So it's something that you have to monitor really closely. And it's something that we'll ask Ben Heisler about uh, coming up here in about 30 minutes, because as of right now, I don't see how you can start your chiefs unless there's some predetermined agreement that you could name a backup player. If the chiefs wind up not playing this week, uh, that that's what one of my leagues is doing. My other leagues, you're kind of just screwed. So I would move off of the chiefs as of right now. If you got guys going, you know, in the late afternoon games or even Sunday night, Monday night, get those guys in your flex at the moment and then you can you can bump them out as as we get more news but uh hopefully it all of this leads to a monday night doubleheader and we'll get uh two two really good games actually the chiefs and patriots possibly and the uh green bay packers and atlanta falcons but uh we got a lot to get to let's get into the matchups 
The Colts and the Bears. Dugly for Indy with a boatload of injuries, but the Bears run defense isn't as strong as it used to be. So I do like Jonathan Taylor. I think he's an absolute lock becoming a legitimate workhorse running back. Uh, no Paris Campbell in this one. No Michael Pittman Jr. So it's T.Y. Hilton and Zach Pascal. Uh, I T.Y.'s been absolutely awful. I, I just... This week is so thin, you you probably have to put T.Y. Hilton in your lineup, but man, he's been absolutely brutal. He's been worse than A.J. Green, and A.J. Green's been absolutely awful. Uh, so I'll put them in my lineup, but I'm not thrilled about it. It's not a good matchup. The Bears' pass defense has still been really good this season. Uh, but Mo Ali Cox has been uh, has quietly had two very strong performances in back-to-back weeks. Seems like he's building some chemistry with Phillip Rivers, and Phillip Rivers is just... He's he's been like a check down machine this week this year. Like he, he's not they don't throw the ball downfield in Indy. It's frustrating to watch. It's boring football. Philip Rivers doesn't belong anywhere near your lineup. Nick Foles is the starter for the Bears, however. Uh I'm not putting him in my lineup exactly, uh but I this could be a favorable matchup for their passing game. Colts defense has quietly been very strong this season, but I I, I think that Nick Foles he he puts it out there like, like he throws those balls up and he's going to give Allen Robinson an opportunity to go get the football in a way that Mitch Trubisky just doesn't. So I do kind of like Allen Robinson and I do actually like Anthony Miller who uh, got, got some more run with Foles in the game last week. Uh, Jimmy Graham's going to be involved, but the Colts have been one of the best units in the NFL against tight end so far. So I don't want Jimmy Graham anywhere near my lineup. And David Montgomery has to be a lock. Uh, the Bears did lose Tarek Cohen last week to a torn ACL. He's done for the season. So David Montgomery in for even more work than he was already getting. I really like David Montgomery this week. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Cincinnati Bengals. James Robinson's been absolutely incredible. I was lucky enough to draft him super late in a couple of my leagues, and it's really paid off for me. Uh, I love James Robin. He's been absolutely fantastic, and he's been a workhorse for that Jacksonville offense. So he's... He's the waiver wire darling, I suppose, of this season. Uh, so so he needs to be in your lineup, obviously. He's got three touchdowns. He's top 15 among running backs and top five in receiving yards amongst running backs. Uh, he's come out of nowhere to, to just, just be great. Uh, DJ Chark's supposed to be back this week, so I do like him. The Bengals' past defense has actually been a lot better than people realize, but I think part of that is just that they're so bad against opposing running backs and, and running attacks in general that teams just haven't had to throw that much on them. So I, I still like DJ Chark this week. And we saw last week against the Miami Dolphins, a bad secondary. Their passing game really struggled without Chark in the lineup. I, I think they get that thing figured out today. So I like DJ Chark and I like Gardner Minshew. I, I think Gardner Minshew is going to bounce back for a nice game today. Um, as far as the other wide receivers go, Keelan Cole, Visca Chenault. I'm staying away from them at the moment. Tyler Eifert is intriguing this week. They're going against his former team. Uh, and as I mentioned, Gardner Minshew belongs in your lineup. Joe Burrow trails only Dak Prescott in a pass attempt so far this season. Joe Burrow's a weekly starter in your fantasy lineup. Until this thing falls off the rails, Joe Burrow can be in your starting lineup each and every week. Uh, Joe Mixon's still getting the volume, but he's just not getting enough work in the passing game to be considered a true number one running back. They turned this thing around with him last season. I think that has to turn around this season as well. Um, you know, I already mentioned AJ Green's been absolutely brutal this season. AJ Green, 
He's still getting a ton of targets, so he's a guy. Don't drop him, but don't don't play him until it looks like he's turned a corner. Until it looks like he's not completely washed up. Keep AJ Green on your bench. Just don't put him in your lineup. Um, this isn't a great matchup, but uh, I I don't exactly trust Jacksonville's secondary. I still think you're, you're going to be able to throw Tyler Boyd. He's the Bengals' number one wide receiver. He belongs in your lineup each and every week. And I do like T. Higgins this week. I, I think T. Higgins is going to continue to get more involved. Uh, he seems he's going to be the future wide receiver one for this team. In all likelihood, A.J. Green is probably his last season in Cincinnati. So I, I actually, I would, if it were up to me, I would play T. Higgins over A.J. Green this week. Uh, the Cleveland Browns at the Dallas Cowboys. It's a good opportunity for Baker Mayfield this week going against Cowboys secondary that can't stop anyone. Odell was dealing with an injury this week, but he should be good to go. So I'm putting Odell in my lineup. And I like this matchup for Jarvis Landry. The Cowboys have particularly struggled against slot wide receivers. I think this is a good one for Jarvis Landry as well. And Kareem Hunt's questionable. He's expected to play. Nick Chubb, obviously, in your lineup. I'm still playing both of them, despite the fact that there's going to be a lot of passing today. You you got to pass against the Cowboys and you can do it with a lot of success. Uh, obviously, Ezekiel Elliott, Dak Prescott going in your lineup. The Cleveland Browns secondary is absolutely ravaged by injuries. That means Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, all those guys going in my lineup. And I think you can put in Dalton Schultz this week as well. I, I, I can't imagine that Schultz is going to be as involved as he has been. Uh, because their wide receivers are just too good, but he's gonna get so, he's gonna get some opportunities, and the Browns have been bad against opposing tight ends all season. The uh, New Orleans Saints at the Detroit Lions. I really like this game. Uh, the Saints could be without Janoris Jenkins and Marshawn Lattimore in this game. Well, actually, they are. They're not going to play. Uh, I, so I love Matthew Stafford this week. I think he's got a chance to have a big game with Kenny Galladay back in the offense. I'm in on the Lions passing game this week. Uh, I also love TJ Hawkinson. Uh, he's he's quietly molding himself into the number two option in that offense over Marvin Jones. I, I, I like the matchup for Marvin Jones, but I haven't seen anything from Jones this season. So I, I need to see Jones do something to make me believe that I can put him in my lineup. But, you know, going against the secondary without their two lead corners, uh, Jones is in play, especially in a week with so many question marks. It's like people forgot how special Alvin Kamara is because he was injured all last season. Like we saw him play last week and he was incredible. He had that ridiculous run where he's just bouncing off defenders. Alvin Kamara is the number one running back. He's one of the best running backs in the NFL. He's unbelievable. He belongs in your lineup each and every week. And I also like Latavius Murray this week. I think he's a guy you can, you can plug into your flex. And I think he's going to have an opportunity to produce against a bad lions run defense. Uh, the saints are still without Michael Thomas. So I'd probably play Traquan Smith and Emmanuel Sanders this week, but I'm still not putting Drew Brees in my lineup. I don't trust Drew Brees. There's, there's a legitimate chance here that the Lions beat the Saints today. This Saints team that's supposed to be a Super Bowl contender. I've been off the Saints bandwagon for months. Everybody kept telling me I was wrong because this roster is too talented. There's a legitimate chance they just lose to the Lions today. Uh, I would put play Jared Cook, though. I, I mean, there's going to be too too much opportunity. I just don't trust Drew Brees. He just doesn't look like he is a starting fantasy caliber quarterback anymore. Um, before we hit before we hit a quick timeout, let's get to weather. Storm warnings with Steve. It's kind of cloudy around the league today, but uh, there's nothing too serious that should impact any games. 
fire everybody up. You don't need to check the weather report. I think we're all good there. Take a quick timeout when we get back. Get to our goal line go. Fantasy Football Sunday with Steven Serta. Welcome back into Fantasy Football Sunday. Smitty's Garage Burger and Beer. Text line 913-576-7610. Send in your lineup questions. I'll answer those all throughout the show. So it sounds like, barring any setbacks today, it sounds like the Chiefs and Patriots game is going to be played on Monday Night Football. We're going to have a Monday night doubleheader. You're going to want to be locked into Six Cent Sports Radio all day tomorrow. We are the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. You can hear the Chiefs games on our uh, sister station, 106.5 The Wolf now. Uh, it's no Nobody covers the Chiefs like we do here at 610, so you want to make sure you're locked in all day tomorrow because we're going to have the Chiefs pregame. Uh, assuming we get a definitive time locked down in this, and we do get this Monday night doubleheader, Chiefs and Patriots. You're going to want to make sure you're tuned in all day, uh, but we got a ton of matchups to get to. We're going to be joined by our friend Ben Heisler in about 15 minutes. Let's get to the goal line goat. Goal line goat. It has to be Jeff Wilson again, right? I, I, I know Jarek McKinnon got hurt and that opened things up for Wilson in the second half, but he's a clear goal line back in an offense that's going to run a ton. Like, like I know Nick Mullins wound up having a pretty solid game last season, but Jeff Wilson, we've seen this before from the Kyle Shanahan backfield. Like he likes to use utilize more than one back and Jarek McKinnon getting banged up last week, although he is expected to play this week. It's just clear that he can't be in the every down type of running back. He's just not going to stay healthy. So I, I love Jeff Wilson again this week. Loud wrong. Deontay Johnson left last week's game with a concussion and gave you absolutely nothing in your fantasy lineup. I, I mean, I can't plan for injury, so I, I don't think that I was that wrong about this. I still think Deontay Johnson's a star. I think big weeks are ahead, uh, and and he got he got a free bye week to get right, so he's got plenty of time. I think Deontay Johnson is a wide receiver one moving forward. All birds. I really like Matthew Stafford this week going against the Saints. I already told you they're going to be playing without their top two starting cornerbacks. I think there's a legitimate chance the Lions upset the Saints today. I, I think that could actually happen. I almost picked the Saints in Survivor, and I'm glad that I didn't because I, I think this is going to be a close game. I think I would have been sweating this one. Uh, Alvin Kamara has to be in your lineup. Lions run defense isn't particularly good. Alvin Kamara has been an absolute stud. He's locked into multiple lineups for me today. And I already told you about James Robinson. I absolutely love James Robinson going against the Cincinnati Bengals, one of the worst run defenses in the NFL. And I'm taking a chance on Will Fuller. I think the Houston Texans are going to try to turn some things around. A brutal start to the season. We all expected them to go 0-3. Nobody had a worse start to the year than they did. But Will Fuller, I know he's been inconsistent. He has injury issues. But I, I, I think he's going to turn things around. I think he can do that today. I really like CeeDee Lamb as well going against a, a banged-up Brown secondary. And Dolphins wide receiver Preston Williams. I, I, I think he, he's been getting more involved in the offense. I think Devontae Parker is still the wide receiver one that you want there. But I really like the matchup for Fitzpatrick today. I, I'm putting Preston Williams into multiple lineups. And Darren Waller. Uh, the Raiders are going to be without Brian Edwards and Henry Ruggs in all likelihood. They just don't have anybody else to throw to. Darren Waller needs to be in your lineup each and every week. And I want to pair Kenny Galladay with Matthew Stafford. I think Kenny Galladay is going to be in for a big game today. 
Uh, we got a few more matchups to get to before we're joined by SportsIllustrated.com's Ben Heisler, the Seattle Seahawks at the Miami Dolphins. I told you, to Fitz Magic Week. Uh, get Ryan Fitzpatrick. If you're dealing with injuries, if you got Cam Newton, if you've got Patrick Mahomes and you're a little weary of of whether or not this game's going to be played tomorrow, Ryan Fitzpatrick's a guy who's still available in a lot of leagues. He's a guy who can absolutely be picked up and started today. I, I'm playing him in a couple of lineups because I think he's going to have I, I, the Seahawks are giving up like 450 passing yards a game. Like it's unbelievable. Like the, the rate you would think that this has to slow down at some point because they are on pace to shatter every opposing passing record in, in terms of uh, passing yards given up by a defense. It's been absolutely nuts. They don't have Jamal Adams today. Their pass rush is absolutely terrible. It's just, this is what, this is what Seattle is this season, I suppose. So fire everybody up against the Seattle defense that that includes Devonte Parker, Preston Williams. I still like miles Gaskin, even though this probably isn't going to be a positive game script for him. He's still involved enough in the passing game that I'm putting him into my lineup. Mike Jasicki, I think sitting on a monster game and a, a sneaky fantasy favorite of a lot of fantasy analysts out there. Isaiah Ford's been getting a lot of love from Ryan Fitzpatrick as a slot wide receiver. He's a guy that in a, a daily lineup, I'm super interested in plugging Isaiah Ford into my lineup. Uh, Russell Wilson, I mean, goes without explanation. He's playing at MVP level. Sounds like Chris Carson's going to be good to go in this one. Hopefully you didn't spend up on Carlos Hyde. Uh, he was a popular waiver wire ad this week, and now it sounds like Carlos Hyde isn't going to play, but Chris Carson is. So I, I hope you didn't waste a, a roster spot on Carlos Hyde all week. Um, so obviously Chris Carson's in your lineup. Uh, it, it's a good matchup for him. Yeah, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, go without saying. As long as Russell Wilson is playing like this, those guys are in your lineup each and every week. Uh, I'm still not starting Greg Olson or Will Disley. Just no, nobody's getting uh, uh, enough looks from the tight end position there. Uh, and David Moore is a deep, deep dart throw, but this does feel like a David Moore game, like where where he's just going to have one catch, but it's going to be for a 60-yard touchdown. So I, I'd be fine with uh, taking a chance on David Moore today. Uh, the, the Los Angeles Chargers at Tampa Bay. I hate this game for the Chargers. They're missing their two best offensive linemen going against one of the best defensive fronts in all of football. Um, this is going to be an Austin Eckler game more so than a Joshua Kelly game, I believe. Tampa, Bay, Tampa Bay's defensive line is one of the best in the NFL. They are one of the best run defenses in the NFL. I just don't see where, how Joshua Kelly gets a lot of work today. I, I think it's an Austin Eckler game, so go ahead and bench Joshua Kelly. Uh, you can't play Mike Williams with Justin Herbert as the starter. He's just not getting enough looks. Keenan Allen needs to be in your lineup. And Hunter Henry hasn't scored this season, but he's been super solid. So Keenan Allen and, and Hunter Henry are in my lineup along with Austin Eckler. I don't want any other chargers in this game. Uh, the Bucks are going to be without Leonard Fournette. So get him out of your lineup. They're also going to be without Chris Godwin this week. So get him out of your lineup. Ronald Jones. It's it's a strong Chargers run defense, but Melvin Ingram's out in this one, and, and Ronald Jones is going to get some work. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn might be involved, so you got you got to pay attention to that. But I'm still putting Ronald Jones in my lineup this week if I have him. Uh, Mike Evans has to be in your lineup despite his pedestrian numbers. Uh, they, they just don't. I mean, I mean, I'm not trusting Scott Miller. I'm not trusting Justin Watson. So so Mike Evans has to be in your lineup. And Gronk, a week after we were discussing dropping Rob Gronkowski, he finally got involved in the offense a little bit. So I think I give I give Gronk 
a look this week, uh, especially if you're a Travis Kelsey owner and, and you're worried about Monday night football. Gronk's a guy that he might be available in some leagues now because people went out and dropped him because he's done absolutely nothing. Uh, but if Gronk starts getting some more routes and he's not just blocking, you you know Tom Brady is going to target him. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens at the Washington football team. The Washington defense has been better than you think, uh, but they're playing without star, star pass rusher Chase Young. Obviously, the Ravens expect to win big in this after a bad loss against the Chiefs. I expect Lamar to get back to what he does. Uh, you have to start Mark Andrews, even though he's been bad the last two weeks. And I, I think you can start Hollywood this week, but we expected a lot more out of Hollywood Brown so far in the season. Like, like I, I thought he was going to take a big leap and it just hasn't really been there. The Ravens passing offense just hasn't been great so far. Uh, I, I think they can get it turned around even against a, uh, a Washington defense. that's probably a little bit better than you realize as far as the Ravens backfield goes. I don't want to start any of them, but I understand the desperation. I, I think this is going to be a, a blowout win for, for Baltimore. So I'm putting Mark Ingram in. I think if you're desperate, you can put JK Dobbins or Gus Edwards into your lineup because I do think there's an opportunity for some garbage time where they wind up getting a lot of work and Mark Ingram sitting on the bench in the second half. So uh, I, I think you can play them if you're absolutely desperate. Uh, as far as Washington goes, Antonio Gibson faces a very good Baltimore run defense that hasn't given up anything uh, to much more talented rushing attacks. It's the hope is with Gibson is that you, you get a garbage time touchdown and there's a report this morning that if Dwayne Haskins is really struggling today, which totally isn't fair, by the way, I know he's struggled, but he's a young player. They're talking about benching him for probably Kyle Allen over Alex Smith, I would assume, but going against the Ravens isn't exactly fair to, to Dwayne Haskins because he's going to look bad against the Ravens. Pretty much everybody looks bad against the Ravens except for Patrick Mahomes. So it's not, it's not exactly fair for Dwayne Haskins, but the hope is, you know, even if Kyle Allen comes in, maybe Kyle Allen will give them a spark. Antonio Gibson hopefully gets a touchdown. Uh, Logan Thomas still getting a ton of targets, so he can be in your lineup this week, but it's just an ugly game. And, and Terry's just, he he's getting all the targets for their wide receivers, so Terry has to be in your lineup. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals at the Carolina Panthers. Panthers run defense is the worst in the NFL. I've I've explained that multiple times now. Uh, Kenyon Drake has to break out in this game or, or he, he just doesn't belong in your lineup. Like, like he's getting way too much volume. The opportunity for Drake is there. Uh, nobody's going to challenge him. Like chase Edmonds is a guy that, uh, we, we were high on coming into the season, but Drake is their workhorse. He just hasn't been producing. They've got to find a way to get him going in this game against the worst run defense in the NFL. Uh, Chase Edmonds is even a, a dart throw. I think he could get some work in this game because they have to be able to run on the Panthers. Uh, Hopkins is dealing with an injury. He's a game time decision, but obviously if he's, a, if he's good to go, you get him in your lineup. Christian Kirk likely playing today after sitting out. So that means that he hurts the value of, you know, a dart throw like Andy Isabella. I don't want to start either of those guys. Uh, and Kyler's been a solid fantasy quarterback, but he's certainly not the the second year fantasy MVP jump a lot of people were hoping for. But Kyler Murray still belongs in your weekly lineup. 
Uh, for the Panthers, Mike Davis is the guy, so he absolutely needs to be in your lineup on a weekly basis until Christian McCaffrey gets back. As long as he's getting 20 touches a game, he, he's a starting fantasy asset. Uh, the Cardinals' run defense isn't awful, but they do give up yards in the air, and that's where Davis has been the most productive, so I like Mike Davis today. I also like DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. They're both getting volume uh, that hasn't necessarily led to like star caliber fantasy production. Anderson been a little bit better than Moore. Uh, and DJ Moore, like coming into the season, it was always a concern that he's just not involved that much in the red zone. Like he just doesn't get he's he's never had a lot of touchdowns. But DJ Moore's way too talented of a player to continue to be outproduced by Robbie Anderson, who and it's not slight to Robbie Anderson. I think Robbie Anderson's a talented player, and obviously him and Teddy Bridgewater have some chemistry going. But DJ Moore is still getting a ton of volume. He's still getting the the volume share that we expected out of him. The breakout game is coming, and I, I know that he's going to see Patrick Peterson this week, and Patrick Peterson has really come on the past couple of weeks, uh, but he's had some success against the Cardinals in the past. I still like DJ Moore. I still like Robbie Anderson. I think you can start both of them. Uh, don't start a Panthers tight end, though. Uh, we can hit a quick timeout when we get back. Joined by SportsIllustrated.com's Ben Heisler. Fantasy Football Sunday with Steven Serta. Welcome back into Fantasy Football Sunday. We're joined at this time each and every week by our friend from SportsIllustrated.com, gambling and fantasy expert, Ben Heisler. Follow him on Twitter at Benny Heiss. Ben, we got a, got a bye week we didn't plan on this week. We might have Tuesday football. What the hell are we supposed to do in our fantasy lineups? I don't know, man. Like, if I'm supposed to come on as some sort of resident expert and analyst, my, my guess at this point is as good as yours. Uh, you know, I talked earlier on this week about, you know, at least acknowledging that when the first COVID cases from Tennessee and Pittsburgh came out, to essentially go ahead and be prepared to treat this like a bye week. There's so many different leagues that have, uh, you know, no real plan for this at all. You know, some leagues have opened up an additional roster spots. Uh, but, you know, the ESPNs and the Yahoo's of the world have basically indicated that not it's just the postponement, it's a buy. Uh, you know, there's not sort of any additional scoring that is predetermined. So uh, I think it was advantageous for fantasy managers to be aggressive on the waiver wire this week. And there's still going to be some names that remain available. You still might be able to get, you know, a Jeffrey Wilson Jr. And, and I think a name like that in particular, Serta, uh, the running back for the 49ers, is actually a really good pickup not just because he's in a good matchup against Philadelphia this week uh, with share, with in a timeshare with uh, Jarek McKinnon, but he's also in the Sunday night game. And that also gives fantasy managers a little bit more time, a little bit more opportunity to try and determine what's going to be happening with this Chiefs and Patriots game. We may know by Sunday afternoon if that game is going to be played on Monday or Tuesday night. We may know any further indications as to whether or not any more positive tests come back. And that way you can save your flex spots for any of your Chiefs players, any of your Patriots players that you're considering using, because right now you cannot in good conscience go ahead and leave them in your starting lineup knowing that there's a very good likelihood that this game could get postponed. So you kind of need to be aggressive here and almost sort of hope for the best uh, as opposed to just thinking that uh, you know it's all going to be done in, in, in you know, doom and gloom. Yeah, and I, I was explaining on Twitter last night that in one of my fantasy leagues, where I do, I have Tyreek Hill in my lineup, and he's still in my lineup at the moment, but our league is offering us to name a replacement player. So I'm leaving Tyreek Hill in my lineup for the time being, 
and then I named Robbie Anderson as my backup player. And so if Tyreek Hill winds up not playing this week, the commissioner's going to go in and just manually adjust the lineup. But if you haven't worked something out like that with your league, you're kind of screwed and you got to take your Chiefs out of your lineup. And same goes for the Patriots. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why I think it was really smart for anybody that's the commissioner of a league to get out in front of this. I think the other thing that's important too, Serta, is that consistency matters. So, you know, I was talking about this on Thursday, actually, on, on 610. The idea of a commissioner saying, all right, we're now going to open up an extra roster spot, go, is not necessarily a fair thing for the league because, you know, if players are still free agents and then all of a sudden everybody gets a roster spot, then it's largely determined who has the advantage based on who sees the email first from the commissioner. And that's, that's not a fair way to do this. You could put a, theoretically put everybody on waivers and said, okay, I'm now going to unlock this in the next 12 hours. So that gives people an opportunity to then put in a bid for any remaining players to put up. Like, there's different ways that fantasy commissioners could have gone about this. It just needed to be addressed preseason. But again, I, I'm kind of looking at it from the perspective of, uh, I just have a hard time seeing this Chiefs-Patriots game going down. I know that information came in this morning um, that no further Patriots t- uh, tested positive, but uh, you know Cam Newton was in the huddle with all these guys and he tested positive. So I'm fairly skeptical that this game gets played this week. This is not an indication. This is not me breaking any sort of news that this game won't be played, but uh, I'm looking in the perspective of I want to make sure I get points at every position. And if I can put myself in a position where I, I can wait a little bit longer than the rest of my competition, I'm going to. So you just kind of have to play it safe and continue to monitor news updates and keep listening to the show. Yeah, and you have to be on top of it today because as we've seen with the Titans, you know, the, the Titans have had new positive cases every single day for almost a That's week. Right. For almost a week now. And so just because everybody tested negative yesterday doesn't mean that they're not going to test positive between now and Monday night or, or, or Tuesday if this game actually gets played. So I think you just have to move forward this week assuming that that game's just not going to happen. It might happen later on in the season. So I think you just have to move off of your Chiefs and Patriots this week. Yeah, I, I, I think you're spot on. There, there's only so much pre-planning you can do. Again, keep those flex spots open. You know, if you have Pat Mahomes, um, you know, it was already a fairly difficult matchup for him anyway, but he's essentially matchup proof. So all the other positions, you know, try and keep that flex spot open. Um, you know, there's still plenty of, of decent streaming quarterbacks that are available this week. Uh, it's not Pat Mahomes, but you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick gets the Seattle Seahawks that are dead last in the NFL against quarterbacks and against wide receivers by, by almost a 400-yard clip. Like, you can throw all over the Seahawks, and Fitzpatrick has indicated that he'll take some chances downfield. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is in an interesting matchup against Arizona. I actually think him and DJ Moore are a terrific combination on drafting. So there's, there are options that are available on the waiver wire in the event that you have Pat Mahomes or Cam Newton on your rosters uh, just to be able to make sure you get points at the position because the last thing you want is to start Mahomes and he gives you a big goose egg. He's really good, Serta. Like, there's some things Mahomes can do that nobody else can do, but I can accurately say and say 100% of the time that if Patrick Mahomes does not play, he will not get you any fantasy. Yeah, Uh, I absolutely love Ryan Fitzpatrick this week. I think he's got a great matchup. I'm playing Dolphins all over the place this week. But uh, uh, another guy that might be available, like, say, if you're a Clyde Edwards-Hilaire owner, uh, Gus Edwards. I I know I've been staying clear of the Ravens' backfield so far this season. It's a straight-up committee. Mark Ingram hasn't really produced. J.K. Dobbins isn't getting enough work to produce. Uh, Gus Edwards is... 
fully in the mix, and he is playing well when he's getting opportunity. Gus Edwards is a guy that's available in a lot of leagues. I'm starting him in a lineup today out of necessity because of injuries. Uh, it is I, I think that out of any of the Ravens running backs, I think you could start any of them today, but you don't feel strong about it. But, again, we just need bodies in the lineups. Correct. And if you look at the two blowout wins for, for Gus Edwards, you know, he had four carries for 17 yards against Cleveland, not particularly great, still had a long of 13. Then in the week one, week two win, I should say, against Houston, had 10 carries for 73 yards with a long of 22. And then a loss against Kansas City, four rushes for 39 yards, averaged 9.8 yards per attempt with a long of 24. So in each of those three games, Serta, Gus Edwards has had a big chunk play and that's been noticed by the coaching staff. I, I think the outcome for Edwards is that he usually gets more playing time and more opportunity uh, in games that aren't particularly close uh, that are going to be more favorable towards the Ravens side. They need Mark Ingram. They rely more on Mark Ingram in times where it's going to be a little bit closer. And J.K. Dobbins is actually starting to catch more passes. So if you're in PPR leagues, I think maybe that could be the, the possibility there. I, I don't mind Gus Edwards today if you are in a desperation state, which it sounds like your team is. Uh, just because he can get those long plays. He can break one from the line of scrimmage. Uh, and clearly Baltimore still counts on him. It's not a situation that you want long-term, but I think for today, in a matchup where they're favored by almost 13 points against Washington, uh, I think Gus Edwards does make sense. The Houston Texans have been absolutely awful so far this season, but, I mean, granted, they did have a brutal stretch here to open the year. Um I'm buying a lot of these Texans players, especially David Johnson, but I, I think Deshaun Watson uh, can, can turn things around here as their schedule starts to open up. Are you targeting any Texans players? Um, I think David Johnson is always in place. Certainly Deshaun Watson against uh, a Vikings defense that has been gashed all season. Uh, Watson still takes a few too many sacks, and, and he might turn the ball over a, a time or two, but uh, there's no doubting his ability. But the, the Vikings defense this year, 43 points given up against the Packers, 28 to the Colts, and then another 31 uh, against Tennessee. Um, so they can score on them, uh, and they can score at will. The problem is that the wide receiver spot, um, you just don't know if you're going to get the Will Fuller that's going to give you, you know, 8 and 114 and a touchdown or a goose egg. So it's very hard to rely on him. I, I think if you're looking at a dart throw as far as Texans wide receivers go, I kind of like Brandon Cooks this week, especially as a DraftKings option. He's only $4,500. The Vikings have been one of the worst teams at stopping deep passes this year, passes 20 yards or more. Uh, and that's kind of what Cooks does all, all over the field. And so I think Watson and Cooks should connect quite a bit today. I think just from a value perspective, he's certainly locked in. And uh, I, that's probably the wide receiver I feel most comfortable with today. And as if we didn't have enough on our plates this week, this Monday night matchup that looks like a great game on paper, but we've got Devontae Adams is questionable, Julio Jones is questionable, and Calvin Ridley is questionable. Are you are you keeping those guys locked into your lineup, or are you trying to move off of them if we don't get uh, some kind of update before before tonight? Uh, I, I think Julio and Devontae Adams probably have the best chance. I, I think Ridley is a legitimate questionable. Uh, you know, who... Julio and Adams, there were reports that they probably could have given it a go in week three. Um, they just wouldn't have been anywhere close to 100%. Um, but both of them had you know, decent practices over the course of the week. Ridley did miss practice, I believe, on Thursday. I have to double-check about Friday. Um, it's not a good spot, though, if you're Matt Ryan, considering that you might lose three top wide receivers 
going up against the three and zero Green Bay team. So Julio missed week three. Calvin Ridley can miss week four. Uh, and then Russell Gage was in concussion protocol. So all sorts of problems right now for the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I, I think I just because of that extra day, sort of, I think they should be able to give it a go. And again, I, I feel most comfortable about Devontae Adams and Julio Jones. Uh, I, I think Ridley will ultimately be able to go, but again, it's speculation at this point. I do think that extra day will make a big difference though. Follow him on Twitter at Benny Heiss and make sure to check out all of his great work at sportsillustrated.com. We'll talk to you next week, Ben. All right, Zerda. Over the top. Lions wide receiver Kenny Galladay needs to be locked into your lineup today. Uh, He's going against the Saints secondary that's playing without his top two corners. I absolutely love the Lions passing game. I've got pieces in this matchup all over the place. I think Matthew Stafford can, can have that breakout game today. And I think Kenny Galladay, uh, you know, coming back from an injury, he had a strong performance last week. And I think he can keep it going against the new Orleans saints this week. Uh, we need to hit a quick timeout, but when we get back, we'll get back to some matchups and our top off player of the week. Fantasy football Sunday with Steven Serta. Welcome back into Fantasy Football Sunday. I'm your host, Steven Serta. You can follow me on Twitter, at Steven Serta. My guy, Dusty Likens, coming up at 10 a.m. It's going to be with you till noon. Uh, We're still kind of waiting to get confirmation on what's going on with the Chiefs and Patriots game that was postponed. Uh, There is a report now that... uh, from Diana Russini of ESPN, the Patriots players were told in their team meeting if they play on Monday, kickoff would be at 7 p.m. It's not clear if that's 7 p.m. Eastern or or what, but that's kind of lame. Like, I, I, I want to watch both Monday night football games. Patriots and Chiefs is going to be a good game, and then the Packers and Falcons is also going to be a good game. I'm going to have to set up the two TVs to watch both of them instead of being able to watch one game right into another. Why can't we get like a 4 p.m. kickoff? I'd be totally fine with that. I guess, I I, I mean, I I feel like I, it, none, none of it matters really, right? It, it, as long as we get football, that's that's the important thing. And as long as uh, the Patriots players are all healthy and hopefully Cam Newton comes back. I, I guess we're not going to get Cam Newton in that game either. Like, I don't I'm not dying to watch Jared Stidham or, or Brian Hoyer. So, so I guess, I, I guess they might be doing us a favor by having those games compete against each other. Top off player of the week. I absolutely love Preston Williams this week. I love the Dolphins pass catchers today. I told you already Seahawks secondary that is determined to shatter defensive records for passing yards. Uh, that they give up on a per game basis. I think Preston Williams has got an opportunity to really produce today. Uh, I love Devonte Parker too. I've got Devonte Parker in a couple of lineups, but Preston Williams is the guy uh, at value in your daily lineups. He's the one that I'd be targeting. Soft hands catch. The Texans finally have a chance to get things going this season after the brutal start to their schedule. Will Fuller went on the field has a, a locked in target share. And I think he's got a chance to have a big one today. I think there's a serious opportunity there. I think the Texans kind of turn things around. Uh, there was a report this morning that Bill O'Brien's going to take over more of the play calling duties because the Texans offense has really struggled. Um, I mean, maybe that helps. I don't, I don't know. I don't have much faith in, in bill, but uh, their offense has looked bad, but it doesn't help that they were going against three of the best teams in the NFL throughout the first three weeks of the season. So I still think there's plenty of opportunity for Will Fuller uh, moving forward this season. 
In fact, let's get to the uh, Vikings at the Texans matchup. Uh, this is the Texans breakout game. Like this is an opportunity. The Vikings secondary has been absolutely torched by opposing passing attacks. They can't stop anybody. They're giving up points left and right. So I think Will Fuller's got to be in your lineup. I also like Brandon Cooks. And yes, Randall Cobb could even be involved today. Uh, the Viking secondary is also dealing with injuries and it's just straight up trash to begin with. So fire up the Texans passing game. I love Deshaun Watson this week. I like David Johnson, who I've been targeting in multiple leagues because he hasn't been great, but he's still getting plenty of work. Duke Johnson's probably going to be back in this one, but David Johnson's still their lead back. He doesn't have anything to worry about, and and he's going to have some more positive matchups moving forward. I also really like Texans tight end Jordan Akins. I think he needs to be adding all leagues. He's quietly been running a ton of routes, and and he's going to, you know, he produced a little bit going and get some very tough defenses. I think he's going to have an opportunity. I think he's got a breakout coming. I think Jordan Akins is a guy that you need to add in multiple fantasy leagues. Dalvin cooks, obviously in your lineup against a pretty bad Texans run defense. Uh, Kirk Kirk is a a, a quiet sneaky play this week coming off a strong game against a bad secondary. I I think Thielen still needs to be in your lineup and Justin Jefferson Great matchup. So I'm going to chase the points with Justin Jefferson this week. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not saying like if you're a Devontae Adams owner and you're, you're questionable about whether or not he's going to play this week. I get that. I'm not saying put Justin Jefferson in your lineup over Devontae Adams. I would still rather have Devontae Adams in my lineup, but I am willing to chase the points with Justin Jefferson. I think he's going to have another opportunity to produce this week. Uh, you can't trust any Vikings tight end. They're, they're just not involved in the offense whatsoever. So get Kyle Rudolph and Irv Smith out of here. Uh, the New York Giants at the Los Angeles Rams. I I don't want any Giants in this game, but I will play Darius Slayton um, and, and, you know, Golden Tate, Evan Ingram, because I, if you don't have a choice, you, you can play any of those guys, but I don't really want to. I, I don't love the matchup. Uh, whatsoever. The Rams pass defense has been very strong so far this season. Uh, and the giants backfield is a mess. Devonte Freeman, Dion Lewis. It's all ugly. I'm not starting any of them. I'm not starting Daniel Jones either. Uh, the Rams, however, need to be fired up. Love Jared Goff going and gets one of the worst secondaries in the league. Fire up Robert Woods, fire up Cooper cup. I think Cooper cup's going to have a monster game today. I actually, I absolutely love Cooper cup. Uh, James Bradbury has been better than you think, and he'll likely be lined up on Robert Woods, but I'm still playing Robert Woods. And yeah, I think Cooper Cup is just going to go nuts this week. Uh, Giants tight end defense is pretty bad, so fire up uh, Tyler Higby. Daryl Henderson's been absolutely fantastic uh, going against much better run units than this one, so fire up Daryl Henderson. He's got a chance to be an RB1 this week. Malcolm Brown's still getting carries. So if you have him and you're thin, he has a... Sneaky play potential because uh, the Giants run defense is just so bad. I, I I think that Malcolm Brown could still be in your lineup. Uh, this just coming out from Ian Rappaport. Chiefs latest round uh, point of care COVID-19 tests are clear. Source said with the Patriots also clear. That's an indication this game is going to be played on Monday night. So some positive news there uh, for Chiefs fans. Chiefs Patriots probably getting played tomorrow night. Monday night football doubleheader. Uh, Those games probably going to be aired uh, simultaneously. So you can't watch them back to back. Unfortunately, Uh, Cam Newton's not going to play in this game though, because he did test positive for COVID. He is on the COVID list now. Uh, So we're probably going to see Brian Hoyer. I would think over Jared Stidham. Uh, 
Obviously, that lines up nice for the Chiefs. The Chiefs should absolutely dominate the Patriots tomorrow on Monday night football. So positive news there, though. So sounds like we're going to get a Monday night football doubleheader. Uh, I guess we could just preview the Chiefs and Patriots game then. Uh, I thought Cam was going to have a good game, but obviously you can't start. Uh, you can't start Jared Stidham or Brian Hoyer in this one. The Chiefs should absolutely dominate that offense. And that means. I'm I'm knocking down every single Patriot. I was on board with starting Julian Edelman. I don't think you can start a Patriot now with their quarterback situation. Uh, and same same goes for their running backs. I mean, maybe James White, who's likely going to be back in this game. Uh, maybe he sees a lot of dump offs, but uh, I, I just don't think you can start a single Patriot. You have to start all your Chiefs, of course, assuming we're good to go. Uh, you get Tyreek in the lineup. You get Travis in the lineup. You get Clyde in the lineup. Uh, I'm afraid Sammy's going to see a lot of Stefan Gilmore. So I'm not going to fire up Sammy, although he's been, uh, he's been very consistent so far through three weeks. Sammy is a, is a fantasy asset this season. Uh, so, so I think he can be in your lineups a lot moving forward if he continues to stay consistent, uh, but I'm not playing him in this game. Uh, and then for Clyde, you know, I know the Patriots defense is still very good. They've still been very good against opposing running backs. Uh, but Andy Reid has had a lot of success against Bill utilizing his backs. I think this could be the the Clyde breakout in the passing game performance. Uh, Kareem Hunt had two monster games against the Patriots in the receiving game. I think Clyde's got an opportunity to do the same thing this week. Uh, the Bills at the Raiders. Rookie running back Zach Moss. Uh, he's listed as questionable, but uh, it seems like he could have an opportunity to go in this one. Uh, Devin Singletary. Uh, obviously in your lineup, if Zach Moss does not go, uh, I think you can play both of them against a bad Raiders run defense. It got absolutely gashed by the Patriots last week. Rex Burkhead just carved up this run defense. So I think you could absolutely play both of those guys. Uh, John Brown's dealing with an injury, so I don't quite trust him this week. He's probably going to play, but he didn't look good. Uh, it, According to reports, he di he didn't really look good in practice this week, so I think I'm staying away from John Brown. Uh, Stephon Diggs has been absolutely unbelievable uh, to go with Josh Allen. I've, they're both weekly starters in your lineup. They're both Stephon Diggs is a wide receiver one moving forward who is just in your lineup each and every week without thinking about it. Uh, the Bills defense is really talented, but it hasn't exactly been elite this season. Uh, so Josh Jacobs is still in your lineup. Uh, they've been good against opposing rushers, but Josh Jacobs has just been really, really good. So he has to be in your lineup. Henry Ruggs is doubtful in this game. Brian Edwards already been ruled out. Uh, you can't play a Raiders pass catcher besides Darren Waller. Uh, the Bills defense has been great against opposing tight ends, but he's just going to get so much volume. He's got to be in your lineup. You can't start Carr. Uh, you could take a deep dart throw on Hunter Renfro just because they don't have any other wide receivers, but I would prefer not to do that. The Philadelphia Eagles at the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Miles Sanders is banged up and questionable, but it sounds like he's good to go. The Niners still have no, they've been great against opposing running backs, but the Niners, uh, they, they haven't really played anyone. So I still like Miles Sanders in this game. Uh, no Dallas Goddard in this one. Zach Ertz is locked uh, even in a very tough matchup. I'm not starting an Eagles wide receiver though. Uh, I think Greg Ward is the guy. If you got to start somebody, Greg Ward, it's crazy that Greg Ward is their most talented wide receiver right now, but uh, the Eagles are just falling apart. So I, I don't think you can start. Uh, I don't think you can start a pass catcher besides Ertz. And I'm certainly not starting Zach 
Carson Wentz. So, you know, the Niners are down their third and fourth to their third and fourth cornerbacks, and I still don't think you can start Carson Wentz because that's just how bad it's been for the Eagles this season. Uh, Debo Samuel could be in this game, so that's intriguing, but I, I'd like to see it before I just plug him into my lineup. And, and with him returning, that might hurt the value of Brandon Ayuk, who had a big game last week. Uh, the Eagles' pass defense has been very solid so far this season, so I, I, I'm staying away from them. Uh, George Kittle's expected to be back in this one, so George Kittle's obviously going to be in your lineup. And then uh, I, I'm not starting Nick Mullins. The, the Eagles' defense is decent, so uh, I don't trust Nick Mullins just going into my lineup. And then as far as Jarek McKinnon and Jeff Wilson go, I think you still play both of them this week. I think Jeff Wilson clearly has that goal line role. So he's going to have some touchdown opportunity here and, and uh, Jarek McKinnon's going to have the passing game work. So I think you can start both of those guys, even in a tough matchup against a good Eagles run defense, the Atlanta Falcons at the green Bay Packers Monday night football, uh, Alan Lazard after his best career game is out for a while. He had core muscle surgery this week. So that's a bummer for Lazard owners. Devonte Adams still dealing with an injury. He is questionable in this game. I think that he needs to be in your lineup. It's just, he's so, so good. I, I, I'm not going to go out and do something dumb, like pick up uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling. He, I just don't trust him whatsoever. I still think the Packers can win this game, even if Devontae Adams doesn't go, just because, you know, it's Atlanta. Aaron Jones is a lock in your in your weekly lineup. He's been absolutely unbelievable. And Aaron Rodgers is in your lineup as well. Even, even if he doesn't have Devontae Adams, I'm still playing Aaron Rodgers because I still think he finds a way to get it done against this bad Falcon secondary. Uh, it also sounds like Julio's going to play. So get him in your lineup. This is a favorable matchup against a, a Packer secondary that isn't by any means a lead or anything like that. Uh, Calvin Ridley also questionable. Sounds like he's going to go. He's dealing with a couple of injuries. Russell Gage uh, was in the concussion protocol, but it sounds like he's going to play. I think you got to get him into your lineup. Todd Gurley's the lead back, but I don't really trust him. I think this is going to be a game where they're going to throw a ton. So fire those guys up. Hayden Hurst, obviously, in your lineup as well. Thank you guys so much for listening to Fantasy Football Sunday. You can hear me each and every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Go through lives, try to navigate uh, the, the hectic fantasy landscape this season. I hope you guys win some games. Thanks to my guy Grant for helping me out. Dusty Likens coming up next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 